1: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
2: Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We're your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romellini.
0: And Jen, how's it going? It's going really well. We think we have a great episode for you today. We had some technical difficulties, so we'll see. It might just be this (laughs) intro if we can't recover this interview. And if not, you're going to have a great interview at the end of this. But before we get into doing anything, we have a large announcement to make. A very exciting announcement. Yes, we do. Very exciting. On April 9th in New York City at a place called Caveat. Caveat? (laughs) Caveat? (laughs) Caveat. Caveat. I don't know how you say caveat. 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 Anyway, at a place called Caveat on Clinton Street, however you pronounce it, we are doing a live show. Yay. On Easter Sunday. It is a part 50th birthday celebration, part wedding celebration, part friends and fun. We're going to have special guests. We're going to have some music and we're going to do a live show. I'm very excited. So please buy tickets to this if you can come in person. Um, The tickets are going to be on the Caveat website. We're also going to live stream the event. So if you can't come in person, there will also be a live stream wherever
2: you are in the world you can watch this if you want to i will mention that it's not a large venue no it's not it's a small venue Mm -hmm. so if you if you are interested if you can come see it do come see it but buy your tickets soon april 9th easter sunday we decided that easter
0: sunday was okay and <laughs> a 4 p.m., 4 to 5:30, and then afterwards, I think we'll go to a bar. I'm ex- fucking excited. I'm
2: excited, and I just—I was just thinking to myself: Are we just excited, and we haven't gotten to the scared part yet? Because surely the scared part is coming. Oh, the scared part is—well,
0: it's very presumptuous for us to think that we should take <laughs> this show onto a stage. <laughs> I'm not wrapping my head around that because it like implies,
2: it implies it implies a finish we simply don't have exactly it implies a showmanship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like when
0: I was texting the venue, they were like, or not texting when I was like emailing and trying to set this all up, and they were saying, you know, well, what do you need? Do you need light cues? And I was like, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just give us a couple of chairs and a mic will be fine. But um, I'm really excited. And it looks like we're lining up some cool people, all surprises um, so far. But anyway, April 9th, 4 p.m., caveat in, in New York City. I'll put the link in the show no- notes. Get your tickets now.
2: <laughs> really get your tickets. I'm so excited for this. And I think it's possible we may just be so excited we skip the scared part because... I think it's I I I'm just so looking forward to meeting listeners, yes, and putting a face to the anonymous crowd. I, I think that I'll be wearing a um, sequin tuxedo leotard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's possible. We haven't coordinated outfits yet, but anyway, many weeks to decide. Many weeks to decide on outfits, but
2: I I'm, I'm believing that, you know, sequins might might be my my thing. I don't know. Now, yet. have you settled on the outfit for my wedding that you sent me? Because that is kind of awesome. I ha- I mean, it's coming. It has not arrived yet. It is coming. And um, we'll
0: see. I mean, I, I sent it to you and I said, I think that you may see clown,
2: but I see eccentric <laughs> chic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it somehow, it, 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 it toes the line. It toes but the I line. Think, yes. I think the way you, I, I've pictured it. Mm-hmm. I've pictured it on you. I've pictured it on how you're going to accessorize. Listeners, this is a green jumpsuit with large black polka dots. And it's not any green. It is the brightest fucking green. It is Kelly green. (laughs) It is Kelly green. I think it's going to work, but I have something else I need to bring up that has been on my mind this week. Please tell me. By the time this episode airs, I will have turned 59 years old. (gasps) Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I know it's, it's big. It's not a big birthday, but it is a big fucking birthday. Cause the next one is 60, which is massive. Yes. Yes. And my birthday for the last 10 years or so has always made me really sad. Last year was better, but it's not always a great day for me. And I'm yeah. sad about getting yeah. older and I'm sad about the time I've wasted. I like, I'm happy. I'm like happy this year. It's been a good year,
0: you know? Yeah, you have crossed a threshold. You have really crossed a threshold that I find very inspiring about aging. Like I, it, watching you sort of process aging and seeing the difference between where we're both at, like I can tell you're happy and I can tell that you're just like, oh yeah, just more time. Just give me more time. That's what That's what I'm looking for now. More healthy time and that's really fucking great because nobody tells you that nobody says yeah well when you're in your late 50s you're going to be like yes
2: great this is cool i don't care anymore yep that's how i feel i know that's really how i feel i have i think i have a good 20 years of not caring anymore after i turn 60 yeah and then i think you know if i'm lucky enough to live that long in your 80s you start getting pissed again no matter how no matter how nice your life is no matter how full it is no matter how many people are in it and hobbies you have and interests as you become capable of less yes it becomes very overwhelming i think so too i
0: think so too i i think you're absolutely right i think it, it becomes overwhelming it's annoying it's just it's just you're agitated because you don't want to be weak because you just want to be you know you you You've been around for so long. You just want to be able to enjoy it. You know you you know what you're doing at that point, right? So speaking of being pissed off, this is something I've been thinking about. I'm curious what you will think. Somebody wrote a comment on one of the social media platforms, which again I shouldn't read comments, but I do because I I respond you know nicely. I engage. I'm a community manager. Somebody wrote a comment saying that the thing that's interesting about the show that we never talk about is that we're both
2: former mean girls. Hmm. I didn't see that. I don't I mean, I would say I have I have been mean. I have there are certainly people out in the world who think like Kim France, not a net positive. Yeah, sure. Same. But I don't know if mean girl fits. That's it. And I was thinking
0: about it because I was really like, I really kind of went through it with this. I was like, wait, was I ever a mean girl? Like I was a bitch, but not like a bully. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so this person was like, that's what makes the show interesting is that these are two reformed mean girls. And I wish they would talk about it more. And I really was like, what? I mean, what is what is a mean girl? Like, I wasn't in
2: that was like bullying another person. I think that a mean girl is somebody who gets off on being unkind. Right. And I never got off on being unkind. I think that, you know, especially when I was a teenager, I think I did, like when I was in high school, have kind of a reputation for being kind of a bitch, but I was desperately unhappy. Same, same, and desperately insecure and desperately hurt. And it doesn't mean that you can't still hurt people when all those things are true of you, 100% you can. Yep. Totally, totally, totally. You absolutely can hurt people. But that's sort
0: of like, that's sort of like cunty, snotty, like- Exclusionary. Exclusionary is a big one, right? That's sort of like girl on girl crime, like that sort of like competing with other women in that way. I wasn't necessarily that. I was more like a, I was
2: more like blunt, no filter- it's like I'm thinking about Aubrey Plaza in White yeah. Lotus. She wasn't a mean girl. Mm-mm. She was kind of a bitch. Yes,
0: yes, yes. Right. My intolerance of bullshit. My just intolerance because I felt so unsafe when people were being phony or you know whatever it was. My intolerance of bullshit made me, but now I'm like, am I making excuses for myself? Was I a mean girl? Did I not realize it? Like, it's a really, it's an interesting thing to look back on. I mean, I'm not that anymore, so I'm not really worried about it. But it's, it was an interesting take on both of us that somebody's listened to however many episodes of this podcast and been like, yeah, those, <laughs> those
2: cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Those, boy, the people who don't like when you say fucker are really aren't going to like when you say <laughs> oh cunt.
0: Oh God, is that, oh God, is cunt, are we not allowed to say cunt? I love saying cunt. Is that bad? Is it bad? I've always thought it was like the worst one. Oh really? I'm not unaware. I'm well, because you know, the, I mean. You mean it in the British sense. Yeah, right? I was going to say the British people say cunt all the time. I mean, I don't mean it in the British sense. I mean it like a real just fucking bitchy cunt but um anyway (laughs) that could be somebody's take on um that could be somebody's take on us anyway i thought it was it was an it it was interesting to me and i i i was like that i wonder if kim i wonder how kim would feel about this because i i imagined that you had missed it it was sort of buried
2: i wonder if some of it had to do with just having been like our condé Nast provenance if just having worked at condé Nast as editors made us mean girls
0: yeah I mean, maybe, I mean, I guess I, yeah, I just was, I, I was thinking about the, my, my real three years there, because when I was a plebe in the fact, tech, fact checking department, that didn't do anything to me, but I did sort of change by the end of it. The Condé sort of snottiness wore off on me a little bit by the end. It, it did. I cared about different things by the end of that than I had coming in, you know? Right. I I don't think you can avoid it when you're submerged in a, in a world like that.
2: Yeah. You did one of, you did one of the kind, an, an act of kindness to me when we were at Condé Nast together that I will always remember. And it wasn't even a big thing, but it was so meaningful to me when, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, I think when I had my breakdown and was spirited off to a hospital, yep. you left me a voicemail and you just said, you're a good person. I need you to know that you're a good person. And it was like, it was, it, nobody was saying that to me at the time. Everybody was so mad at me and I had been horrible. There was a reason to be mad at me. I was behaving terribly, but I was also suffering. And I felt like you and, and, and maybe two other people in my life saw that suffering. I saw you. I mean, I
0: saw you from day one. It's a weird, it's, that's a weird thing to be seen. Cause I also knew that you saw me. I mean, I was, I was just writing about this cause I had to like bulk up this lucky chapter. It, it wasn't enough. And, and what had happened to me was that I had gone to HR when I was a fact checker and they told me I could, I would never be an editor there. Like really just like, you know, there's Conde no, Conde Nass, just kind of just period. Like my resume was not going to work and you saw something in me. You saw me completely. That's a weird thing to see another person. And I, I did, I did see you and I knew you were a good person. I knew you were in pain. I, I, I felt it, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's strange because you don't get those people that many times in your life. Like you just, no, you really you, don't, you don't, you just don't get it and you don't get it. You don't get it platonically. You don't get it romantically. And you don't know that until you're like at a certain point where you're like, oh, I threw away some of those that, that
2: were, that I shouldn't have, yep. you know? Yep. It's true. And I think I threw away some that were gracious and kind and forgiving enough to like, welcome me back when I realized what an idiot I had been. Totally totally totally
0: and i you know i i threw away some good friends and you know i've 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 managed to repair some things in the last couple of years like which has felt really um really liberating somehow like just like oh god this sort of liberation of letting go of all of that guilt and shame and the the sort of the burden of like how shitty i was you know let's take a quick break from some ads
2: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
0: Support for Everything is Fine comes from ritual. So I love ritual. Everyone knows I love ritual. I talk about ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. And Hiya, Sarah absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long. And I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks more juicy, I guess, is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Speaking of friends and new friends, I met everything is fine guest, friend of the pod, Kimberly Harrington in person last weekend. Awesome. First time ever, new friend. We wound up, I mean, you just never know when you just have an online friend if it's going to translate to real life.
2: Right. We
0: had we were supposed to meet for coffee, we wound up having a 6-hour conversation in a coffee shop, which was amazing. And then we liked each other so much that we went off her second friend date while she was here to see Cocaine Bear,
2: which I need to know everything about. Fucking perfect film. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. The cocaine... The, the bear does cocaine <laughs> accidentally and goes on a rampage. That's the movie, right? That's the movie. I mean,
0: it's based on this like weird, true story, I think, where like some... like. Some drug movers were accidentally dropped a lot of cocaine in the woods, like from a plane. They meant to like get it somewhere and it got dropped and the person who was supposed to take it somewhere else died or whatever. So it's just all this cocaine, like millions of dollars of of bags of cocaine, like loose in the woods. And I don't know that the cocaine bear part of it is true. (laughs) (laughs) It is such a perfect movie because it's so dumb. And it knows that it's supposed to be dumb. It never steers too dumb. And it never steers like taking itself too seriously. It's just the perfect ridiculous lane. And it's so fast paced. It felt like we were in there for 15 minutes. Like Mm -hmm. it it felt like it was just like a bullet went off and then you were done with the movie. It was like a perfect cinematic experience. And also just like shutting off your brain completely to just like have something fun and pleasurable
2: and funny wash over you and absurd it's been a really long time i can't even remember the last movie that i saw like that but i it's it's the title is brilliant in a way that no movie title has been brilliant since snakes on a plane totally
0: because it's just like cocaine bear here's what you're getting a a, a bear who's on cocaine for an hour and a half or whatever it is no it was great and we went to alamo draft house and it was you know childless afternoon film, a couple of vodkas. I had a <laughs> bucket of popcorn in my lap.
2: I was just like, this is living. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Alamo Draft House has the right idea. Uh, why didn't why didn't more people do that sooner? I don't know. It's just such an eating and watching a movie and drinking and watching a movie. Drinking, eating, sitting
0: in a chair that reclines.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, it's just like the best. Um, how was your week? My week's been fine. My week's been fine, really, everything. You know, I, I I I talked to you a little bit before we started taping about this wedding planning Oh, because my wedding is imminent. It is imminent. It's in April. I'm pretty sure that we figured out who the caterer is going to be today. Oh my God. <laughs> today.
0: Oh my God. I like, I'm having a panic attack just thinking about this. Oh my God. And no matter how small your fucking wedding is, a wedding is always a nightmare. It just can't
2: not be. It just has it, to it, be it, a pain you know, in the ass. We're really trying not to make it One. And it's impossible. But I had every, uh, the thing about this wedding, I I, I talked to this woman because my brother's a photographer and about 70% of what he does is corporate work, but the other 30% is weddings and bar mitzvahs. And he's been doing them since he was in his 20s. So there is a woman who he, a planner who he's known that entire time. And he's like, she's great. Just talk to her. She'll figure it out for Mm -hmm. you. Mm Mm-hmm. And she really did this woman who's been doing weddings forever, and she made me think about things that like I've been because I just want this to be like it's my second wedding, I want it to be chill, I don't want to do anything right. I did the first time, no wedding cake, no first dance, blah 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 blah, right right you know that that I have been undervaluing Ooh. the meaning of the actual thing, yeah. Yeah, that you know, makes because sense. I just wanted to be like, I don't want anybody, I don't want a bridesmaids, I don't want a maid of honor. I don't want, yeah. You know, it's just like, stop trying to be so cool and acknowledge that you're doing something really profound.
0: Yeah, wow, well, you know, I, I was the same way with my second wedding and I regret so much of it. Like we didn't have a photographer, you know, because I was yeah. like, I don't fucking
2: need a photographer. Like we're going to City Hall, who gives a shit? We have like six pictures from that day. See, I'm debating whether or not to have a photographer. And I know like, Todd my brother will take pictures during the ceremony and they'll be beautiful. But he's he's a invited guest. I'm not going to ask him and he's my brother. I'm not going to ask him to take pictures of the party. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't want someone who's like walking around with the camera posing people. Like you need somebody who's really good at like yeah. candid pictures and Are candid pictures fun? Like Todd has these great pictures in his portfolio of like bar mitzvahs, but they're fun because kids are wacky and antic and running around and like a bunch of people in their fifties. We're all just going to be standing there with our drink.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think you, I don't think you need it. it. And you just said you regretted it, but now you're telling me I don't need it. No, I regret not having, I regret not having professional photographs of us, you know, being married to each other, walking to the Brooklyn Bridge afterwards. Like yeah, there was my sister-in-law is a musician and she had, she had, she has, has band friends. When you're a musician, you just have band friends. So when we walked out of city hall, there was like a, there was like a seven piece band playing for us when we Aww. walked out of city hall, just like, you know, and I don't have any of that documented.
2: Yeah, that's a drag. It's a drag, and, and it was like- long enough ago that people didn't have co- use camera phones. No, there were no, there were no. We did. I mean, I think we had Blackberries. Like,
0: great, who wants right. those fucking pictures? Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so no. I mean, you don't necessarily need it of the reception, but just of the those
2: moments. Those moments, and 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 she really made me think about those moments, and and like she was. I just keep thinking, like, what's going to be the lowest impact way to have the ceremony. Do we have it before the party?
0: Yeah.
2: The day of the party before the party. Yeah. Do we have it the day before at city hall? And instead she was like, maybe think about what's going to be and talk to your fiance about what's going to be the most meaningful to the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was such a simple thing to say, but I hadn't, you know, I, we're, you know, I know that Paul wants to write our own vows. I know that his are going to be 50 million times better than mine. So by the way, you're going to be editing my vows. Oh, I love, I, 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 challenge accepted. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like to, di- to go toe to toe with Paul, I'm going to need like a really highly edited set of vows.
0: Let, let me just say something, Kim Friends. Uh, you're no slouch in the writing department, so you know I, I'm I'm not that worried. You're you're not. <laughs>
2: Thank you. You're it gets, welcome. But you know what? I always had a really hard time with certain kinds of writing. Like I never had a very well written profile when I was dating on the apps. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Like it. It was. I, I didn't know how to write clever like that. Like pithy little.
0: Yeah. Pithy little things. Yeah. Well, because there's like you have to have a lack of self consciousness for that kind of writing. I think. Yeah. Um because it's it's you have to steer into the form which is inherently corny.
2: Very corny.
0: And that's that's not that's not a zone you're comfortable in. No, it's true. It's it's not. Um no, but I I think that's interesting. Like I'm doing a lot of things for my 50th birthday. And because I'm like I don't care, I want to celebrate myself. I want to I want to mark this milestone in my life. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I want to this moment to have meaning. You know, I, I, I think that we can really get caught up as we get older. Like, oh, well, you know, it's like, what, whatever, I'm old or, you know, whatever. I'm getting married a second time. Like who gives a shit? But it's like, why why does it matter less now? I know. I know know, it's really
2: true. It matters more now. It was like, I was young and stupid before. Now I'm like old and wiser.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like now, I have now I have real friends. Like when I'm in New York that week, two of the nights I'm in New York. So we're going to do our live show, and then you know the bookends for me are the live show and your wedding. In the middle of it, my four best friends from high school are coming to New York, and we're all going to stay in the same hotel, and we're going to hang out for two nights because it's the year that we're all turning fifty, and we haven't seen each other in decades. That's
2: amazing. Are you excited? Are you
0: nervous about that? I'm just, cause we've had enough Zooms now that I'm just excited. Like, I think it's just going to be great. Like, and, and whatever it is, is going to be great. Like, I'm yeah. just so happy to reconnect with these people and just feel that, that like old, that, that person I used to be, you know, like the best parts of that.
2: Well, and also it's, you know, your old friends, your siblings and your old friends are the only people who were there for everything. That's right. You know, they're, right. your, they're your um, institutional history. That's and right. And there's something so valuable. Like, I'm going away to the Caribbean with my friend Margaret just for a few nights. Mm-hmm. And we we were assigned roommates freshman year. Oh, wow. You know, she met my father. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like she, you know, and I and I knew her parents, you know, and her siblings. and And it just, when you have somebody who remembers you, You know, the way you were, and they still like you're still able to have lucky enough to have them in your life. It's really a gift. It is a gift. It is a gift. And I don't think I always realized that. And I don't,
0: and going back to the mean girl thing, it wasn't that I was a mean girl. I just felt so awful. Like I didn't feel sort of worthy of that kind of connection and love, or like that I could show up appropriately, or that I was good enough, or I was a good enough friend. Like I just always felt like shit. And
2: I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. No, me neither. I mean, I always felt like if you, you know, I had the kind of parent who could make me feel like an idiot for looking up at the sky and saying it was blue and say, how can you not see that it was green? It was just that simple. It was, I felt like I couldn't hurt. I couldn't hurt another person. I could only be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got very good at like saying shit, you know, and being kind of bitchy and kind of out. maybe I was a mean girl, but I don't think I was a mean girl because I was, I didn't get off on it. I think that's an important part of it. No. And
0: I... Yeah, my um, I, yeah, I mean, but maybe that's what all mean girls are. Maybe it's always self-protective. I mean, I just am thinking of like, because then of course for me, it like class comes into it. Like, well,
2: I couldn't be a mean girl. I was never rich. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like,
0: of, of course, of course I could be a mean girl.
2: No, it makes me think of that 30 Rock episode where Liz Lemon goes back to high school. Yes. And she remembers being abused by everybody. And then when the people see her at the reunion, they're like, you ruined my junior prom. Yes. You know, I never exactly. thought of the left side of my body the same way once you evaluate it and you realize she was just, it was exactly that. Yeah, no.
0: And well, I mean, and that gets into, if we get to air this episode, that gets mm-hmm. into the drama triangle of that we're all always playing the victim, the hero or the villain in all of our story. Like we're always in our mind. Our role is always one of those. And it's probably it's probably inaccurate what we think uh, versus what we actually are. Like if you often are the villain, but you think you're the victim, you know, you think you're the hero, but you actually are the villain. I mean, it's always the villain. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're villains. Maybe we're mean girls. I don't know. All right. Well, either we're going to have an episode after this or not. Um, but if we have an episode, I think that you'll enjoy it. And if not, I hope you enjoyed this half hour intro. (laughs) thanks for listening to Everything is Fine. We are your hosts. I'm Jen Ramolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on all the platforms. It really makes a difference. We read five-star reviews sometimes from Apple Podcasts. If you want to support the production of this show and keep the lights on, help us keep the lights on. It's patreon.com backslash everythingisfine. Throw us a couple of bucks. We do live events there. We uh, blog there sometimes, but really it's just to keep us going if you want to follow the show on social media we're on instagram at eif podcast we're on facebook linkedin and twitter you can find kim on her blog girls of a certain you can find me on tinyletter.com backslash jennifer romolini the show is mixed and edited by the wonderful wonderful natalie rivera thank you again natalie and we'll be back next week
1: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at
0: uh1.com.